How do we revolutionize cancer care? What innovations can solve global food scarcity? Can the next big leap in drug development come from a place you might not expect? These are the questions that drive us on New Wave, a podcast where curiosity meets life-changing science. In Nova Scotia, a new wave of pioneers are answering these questions, from reimagining how we treat the most daunting diseases to tackling the challenges of feeding a growing planet. Their stories are as inspiring as they are impactful. I'm Taylor McGilvery. Join me as we dive into these extraordinary narratives. We're not just talking about scientific breakthroughs. We're exploring how these advancements touch lives, reshape communities, and pave the way for a brighter future. Subscribe to New Wave on your favorite platform. Be part of a journey that takes you to the heart of innovation and shows how, in Nova Scotia, we're not just asking questions, we're finding answers. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A. FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, baby. Ready to talk about some sex? Yes, I sure am. Okay, well, here, one second. Let me check the levels here. Check the levels, will ya? Yeah. You can get your levels under control. I'm always um, telling you that. Yeah, yeah, levels under control. Got it. 10 4, got that. Copy that. 10 4. Copy that. Um,. So <clears throat> here's a little announcement for you. I think you know this already. For but, me? Yeah. Um, you bought a new jacket. <laughs> I did. Man, it looks good. Yeah, it looks pretty great. Patagonia jacket. It's going to keep me warm for the rest of my goddamn life. And if you if you want to walk out around in the snow, because it's snowing right now. I could do that. It'd be lots, lots of warmth. I feel really warm. But that's not what I was going to say. Um 
So Becca and I have officially opened up our relationship. All right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, big step. That is a big step. Wow. Yeah. That, that that must have taken some talking about. It definitely did. It's something we've been together now for over a year. Um, Jesus. And over a year. I know. And uh, it's kind of, it's one of those things that has been on the table since the inception Mm -hmm. of our relationship, but it's something that she has never done Mm -hmm. fully. Yeah. Um, And so we're like slowly doing it for real. Yeah. (coughs) It's really scary, man. Yeah. It's like, it's really scary. It's funny because like the thought of doing that with you now mm-hmm. is like no big deal yeah because it's what we know and what we're like super familiar with yeah but the thought of doing it with becca now like it's all very new and very like nerve-wracking yeah it's like going through the same process again that you and i went through right you know? and uh if i remember correctly like the scariest part of that is usually being afraid of the feelings you might feel. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of hypothetical. Yeah. It's a lot of hypothetical thoughts. Yeah. Um and yeah, and just the, and like it definitely man, if you want to shine a light on your insecurities, yeah. holy fuck. Yeah. Open up your relationship yeah. with your sig other. Yeah, no kidding. And um, how, like, what are the ways that you are um, kind of predetermining what's okay? Well, we we did, uh, we're following the same kind of steps that you and I did mm-hmm. when we first started doing this. And we created a, uh, a contract, okay. basically. Yeah. Actually, I took our contract and <laughs> reworked it, okay. changed some wording, changed some things, took out some things that just made no sense whatsoever. And uh, and so we have this contract that we are going to follow and allow to evolve. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and we're taking it real slow. Yeah. You know, we're taking our time with it. Yeah. But uh, yeah. How does that make you feel? Like, how do you, you know what I mean? Like you you are a part of this relationship. You're a part of the relationship between Becca and I. How does it make you feel knowing that, um, that I might be taking on more partners or that even that Becca will be taking on more partners? Well, babe, that's a really good question. I, um, I guess I don't really feel super involved in your and Becca's relationship. I think that the benefits that I get from your relationship with Becca are that I think Becca's really great and um, she's somebody that I like to talk to and enjoy her company. And uh, the benefits I get from you are just that, you know, you're like happier and more fulfilled because you have um, you have this partner in your life that provides things you know that you know, maybe I can't or I'm not as interested in mm-hmm. and 
you know, my big thing, it's funny, I just did the five love languages quiz. Like, I already know what my love languages are, but oh, yeah. I just did the quiz again just to, like, you sent it see to it in my face. And I didn't do it. Yeah. I'll have to do that. I'll do that for next week. <laughs> and then we can go over it. Then we can go over it. But quality time is my number one. Right. Actually, it's tied for number one with acts of service. Um, but quality time is important to me, and that was one thing that I worried about when um, you and Becca started dating Um, and what I found is that there's a difference between quantity of time and quality quality of of time yeah and now you know we probably don't spend as much time together but the time we do spend together I enjoy more Mm -hmm. than um, than I did before and so I guess my that would be if I did have concerns about you opening your relationship. There is uh with Becca there is um you know, there's a little bit like, oh, okay, more uh people to uh spread this time out with. Mm. And I know that you don't consider yourself necessarily that great with time management. No, I'm pretty bad with it. Um and I guess the other thing is like I've been getting better though. Yeah. I've been getting a lot better. That's good. I think. Yeah. I mean, I think I like I'm kind of forced to now that my, you know, now that I'm so like uh, glued to a calendar and yeah. a schedule. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that kind of forces you to be a little more uh, mindful about time management. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, the other thing I guess would be too is like any sort of tough feelings that you go through i go through too to yeah. an extent yeah um because i'm there for you and especially because you know if if there are difficult feelings that come up um in in your uh, arrangement with becca then you know it's sometimes it's nice to have a friend to talk to about those things that's not the person that's directly related to them yeah and i imagine that i'll be able to be there for you um but it's hard just to uh, to to be that person too when um, when also you know we live together and all that kind of stuff. So anyway, I think it's great. I'm like, oh God, when um, you were telling me about it, I was just like, I had this awful pit in my stomach because I just don't want to feel those feelings again of mm. like insecurity and jealousy and mm-hmm. blah 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 and i just i just like there's almost a part of me that would do anything to avoid it like for sure when i started dating someone new it was like the minute those feelings came up and you know you're in this like romantic bubble for a while and then the minute a, a like insecurity or jealousy comes up it's like this voice in my brain is like run away and then you mm. know you you don't because it's not the end of the world but um ugh. yeah ugh. yeah it's it's uh it's it's not an easy thing it's definitely not an easy thing but it's an interesting thing to view like to be able to to step back and view from from a bit of a distance you know the Becca asked me the other day, she was like, how do you manage, like when you and Bridie were doing this, how did you manage your feelings? How did you manage your insecurities? And I was like, "Ah, I read some books, but, and then it dawned on me that I was like, actually, really, I just kind of just talked to myself for about five minutes 
just reassuring myself that nothing matters. <laughs> and then we're all gonna die. That's it. That honestly, that's it. It's like not a thing matters. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Because nothing matters. There's nothing matters. And that's how I would tell myself over and over again. And then uh, and then for how for whatever reason, five minutes later, it'd be like, huh, okay, yeah, Bridie's gonna go away for the weekend with someone. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay, yeah. cool. Yep. Yeah. All right. Have fun. Love you. Bye. Yeah. You know? I mean, there are, there's definitely examples of that, which I remember it obviously mattering. Like, oh, we yeah. It, still had to deal yeah. with quite a bit of conflict here 100%. and there. Yeah. Um, but, but for me, that was just a, a tactic or a method that I would use to manage my own, um, my own issues, my own problems with the situation that, that, either had to be worked through or else it would this wouldn't be a thing that would work yeah you know if i was a jealous if i was like a fucking jealous maniac and never was not yeah we it would never work it wouldn't know yeah um and i remember too our our therapist telling us like anytime we'd go in and we had an issue he was like when was the last time you revisited your boundaries and talked Mm -hmm. about how you want to take care of your relationship and what your relationship needs to be taken care of, Mm -hmm. um, uh, what needs to have. And so that was a revisiting that really regularly, like super open dialogue all the time. All the time. Yeah. 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 So that's a new little adventure that's being started. Uh I'll keep you posted on how that's going. Um, and if anybody is out there listening and you are a, a seasoned veteran of, of opening up relationships and the world of polyamory, uh, what are, I want to know what your tips are. What are your tricks? What were your tips in, um, managing feelings and, and insecurities and, and things like that? Because I'm, I know that everybody does it differently and it would be, it would be interesting to know what, what other people use. Yeah. Um, what else do we got on the table here, Bride? Well, it's funny because it's very um, topical. We we got a, an email from uh, Gilen. Um, uh, good old Gilen. Yeah. She, she just says, in one of the first few podcasts, you guys mentioned how you initially had a Google Doc or something with your rules and guidelines for your then open relationship. Uh, yeah. That still applies now to your poly relationship. I'm really interested in hearing more about what you both wrote on this list. I have begun thinking about polyamory and want to better understand how to begin so that a relationship stays healthy long term. I realize you both say you're not professionals, but I can hear the love and trust you all have for each other in every podcast, which is phenomenal. Um, so I brought up our Google Doc. Oh, you have it there? Sweet. Yeah, and I went back into the version history of... Uh, oh, you uh, can go to the original version? Yeah. Whoa, that's a cool trick on Google Docs. Yeah. The, I didn't know that. Yeah, you go to revision <coughs> or uh, C <coughs> version history. And oh. the first version was uh, July 15th, 2015. Holy fuck, Bride. Yeah. Is it? It's 2017 right now. Yeah. We're almost 2018. Almost. It's, yeah, it's been over two Holy years. Holy moly. And um, the, the, doc, the doc is called... Guidelines for our arrangement. It's a good doc name. Yeah. Number one, kissing slash making out with other people is good. Capital G. 
is wait, is good. Is what what do we mean by that? Is like know. good as in like that's that's all right. That's all right. Okay. Uh, number two. For now, anything more aggressive or sexual. In other words, oral intercourse, voyeuristic masturbation, mutual masturbation is not okay. You know why we put, you know why we put that voyeuristic masturbation? Why? Because when I was in Mexico, I was like dying to watch some people fuck. Oh, you told me that. And I was trying to convince Amy and my. This is so. That's so funny. This is so like. I was just like Amy, bang your boyfriend. Just let me watch. It'll be okay. He won't mind. And she's like, Jeremy, fuck. Get the fuck out of here. Number three, it's permissible to be active with same or opposite sex. Yep. Uh, For we would both like to be made aware of all interactions (coughs) with whichever sex, preferably before they happen, but if not within a determined window of time, question mark? Details. I I think that would have been like, we would have determined what that made sense to us before. Like, because we made this list. We made this list and then we came together to talk about it. Yeah. Details to be disclosed if requested include who, when, and where. Star. Brady would prefer not to know specifics beyond the above unless requested. No dirty details. I don't care to know how long it lasted. I will likely ask you how it made you feel and how you feel now. What's really funny is that changed. That that had all a, of this changed. Oh yeah, it all changed a lot. But remember how there was one time where you asked me to tell the lady in question oh that's in here who i was going to be with that's in the call oh it is yeah oh fuck yeah you wait so you didn't want details but you wanted them to call you i wanted them to uh, so all right we'll get get to it we'll get to it then sorry i i I didn't realize that it was in there uh number six no multiple interactions with the same person in other words make out with joe on monday and see him on friday and go at it again just to avoid the potential of developing feelings if you will Mm mm-hmm Exceptions to this rule include long weekends away for an event. Perhaps this needs to be discussed individually prior to each event weekend. Yeah. And the reason we did that was because we we just didn't want like emotions to start. So it was like a wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. See you later. Kind of sitch. Yeah. And then we made a star. And and this is a question. Can this be open to conversation on a person to person basis? Number seven, there must be must be 100 percent transparency when it comes to developing feelings or anything like that as soon as it starts to develop with a star what constitutes as feelings desire for more intimacy Mm -hmm. because you got to ask these questions you got to know yeah you got to be as specific wording wise you got to be as specific as you can just to cover all bases so that no one is is confused that no one's making choices going oh well i assumed because we said this that it meant this but no no it's got to be very we're like air fucking tight. Yeah. And some of these things you can't even get specific about until you're in a very particular situation. Yeah, and then you yeah. go, oh God, what about this? Okay. Number eight, as soon as one of us wants to end these terms, they end. Any amendments to these rules must be implemented immediately. Mm-hmm. Nine, any friend or acquaintance who knows us and could observe us in action, smiley face, should be made fully aware of our arrangement. I like that one. And then we have a no-go list of no's. Were not. there no, were there people on there? Because uh, when I went to revise it for yeah. Becca and I, there yeah. was nothing on it. Uh, it, was, it said nothing to report here. Okay, there's nothing under your name. I had no no-goes for you. You had a couple for me, but... I had a couple no-goes for you? Yeah. Can and, you mouth them to me? Mouth um, them at me. 
Oh yeah, okay. You're well, okay. We can say your ex, your ex, ex, an ex, 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 and oh yeah, and the yeah, and the guy who I the was guy crushing that you were on crushing you on when I was like literally going, I'm gonna marry this girl. I'm gonna marry this girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> number eleven, neutral or personal spaces only. No, hey, let's go back to your house. Oh, so we we wanted it in our own space, in our own space, or. Or um, like like a party, yeah. you know, like neutral spaces, but not their place. Was that yeah, one? not their place. Not their place. Yeah, that's and, a weird rule. And being walked home slash walking someone home, but staying outside? Question mark. I don't know what that was about. I don't know either. Number twelve. Full disclosure with the physical partner where possible. A good question to consider the asking the partner would be: Would you tell my wife or husband that you want to make out with me? Right. So that was a full question. That's where that question. came from. Yeah. Okay. But then that evolved into you being like, hey, you're going to go have sex with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, before you do, can you get her to call me and tell her, tell me that you're, she's with you and about to. Yeah. That never it? ended up happening. Nobody uh, called me. Are you sure? Yeah. Didn't, didn't someone. No. Okay. No. All right. Hmm. Uh, license to flirt via social media includes Facebook, Tinder, email, text. And then a star, Bridie is okay with Jeremy flirting in person or via social media to the point of explicit sexting. Bridie is Mm. not okay with any flirtation that includes talking about our sexual relationship, intimate details of our marriage, or entertaining any flirtation regarding leaving the marriage or long-term affairs. No photos. If you receive unsolicited photos, fine but they get deleted after the encounter no fucking secret hard drives scratch uh, that send them to bridey haha ha, i'm not kidding uh can you copy that and paste it uh and send it to me okay because that that is actually that's a that's a an, a, a section that wasn't in a more recent edit uh, okay. and uh, i feel like there's some stuff in there that would be good for becca and i right now yeah uh license to flirt in person includes how explicit do we allow up to any danger zone where lustiness is too tempted that was it that was our first doc how about that That was the first draft and uh, then many 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 drafts more and i think yeah. what happened is um you know we like i said we encountered these situations that we couldn't have anticipated until we were in them um i wonder if i looked at like a more i mean what our contract says now I'm sure is a completely different thing. Let's see. Let's see. Even even a year later. Uh, 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 Big B. Uh, uh, oh, fuck off, Big B. You're gonna pull it out. Don't do that. Oh, you fucker. Did he pull it out? No, but god damn it, uh-huh. Big B. You can't pull out the recording equipment, you little fart. We Come only here. made one revision in 2016. This is like yeah, a year we, and a half uh, yeah, later. We, we kind of fell into. We just kind of fell into our situations. Yeah, well, actually, this is a really interesting part of this version in um, a year ago now um, that we we had designated days that were just for us. That's right. That we we could not talk about other relationships or any other problems we were having. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And that came up that came up for a specific reason. You know, based well, it was on like, yeah, how do we take care yeah, of our relationship? That's right. Yeah, we need we need a lot of like self love and self care between yeah. each other. Yeah. Um. Well, that's cool, Bride. 
What an interesting little fucking throwback there. I love that. Oh, you know what else is interesting? What's that? At the bottom of that version is the contract we wrote for Becca. Oh, that's right. Because you were, you made this whole thing for Becca that gave her the things that she has rights to. Yeah. In joining this relationship. Yeah. That was, and, that was really um, sweet. It was like, I'll just, I'll only read, uh, I'll read, she was feeling nervous because I was obviously, because we have that clause in our contract that was like the minute this, we, one of us wants to end terms, it has to end. And yeah. obviously that's a lot um, for someone coming into a new relationship to say, but her, the, we had a contract for Becca and this is what it said. I have the right to be treated with honesty, integrity, compassion, and sensitivity to my needs. Um, and I took this from the internet and, uh, um, yeah, that's right. You got it from some like form, right? Yeah. And I adjusted it and it, there's like all of these basically rights. Um, and, um, I like this one. This one's near the bottom. I have the right to be not just tolerated, but actively wanted by everyone in the primary relationship. So, which is interesting because it could and I know sometimes it doesn't go that way. I mean, sometimes it's like, oh, I, I tolerate the fact that you have a partner, but mm. I don't have to like them yeah. or want to spend any time with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't really use primary and secondary as a um, vocabulary in our arrangement, but this is just all part of what I what I kept. Wow, this is so interesting to look back on. It is, eh? Yeah. And And then to look at where we are now and just yeah. be like, wow. How about all that? Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. I hope that answers some of your questions there, Guilen. And uh, maybe you can take some of that into your current situation. And for anybody else who is listening and finds that interesting. Yeah. Oh, my God, Big B. Will you fuck off? Jesus <laughs> Christ, dog. Hey, don't yell at him. He's going for surgery tomorrow. I know. Poor little muffin. Um, hey, so, Bride, we had... Uh, I, look, two things. Number one. Actually, three things. Number one. Number one. I haven't made my toe foot fetish video yet Why? for our mystery man What's, uh, i've been really busy yeah that's right. i'm gonna try to do it as fast as i can yeah also kind of keep him waiting you know keep him thirsty uh number two uh we've been getting quite a few requests of the smang it playlist that i brought up uh, a couple episodes ago yeah you gotta publish that there's some people that want to hear want to see the smang it playlist this is the the epic um two hour long sex playlist that I have. Uh, I'm going to, you know what I'll do? I, I can don't you share it on Apple. I, I can, okay. I can share it on Apple music. Uh-huh. So if you want to follow me on Apple music, which uh, I would be, I would be here. Let's see. How do people find me here? If you're on Apple music and I'll put this up this week sometime, you can follow me on app, Apple music at Jeremy Saunders, same as all my other fucking handles, Instagram, Twitter, all that shit. You can fo- follow me on there. And if you follow me on there, I'll make a playlist. I'll make it a, a it'll be called Smang It. And you'll be able to find uh, all the jams that I love having, uh, making fuck to. And then also, I don't have, um, uh, what do you call it? Spotify? Yeah. I don't I don't pay for Spotify, but can I put a playlist up there? I think you can, yeah. All right. I'll try to do it on, on Spotify too. Just at Jeremy Saunders. We'll see if it works. But I want to play... There's a little song here that I feel like not a lot of people know about. 
and it's a real good addition to any make fuck sesh. Okay. It's either good to start out with or finish off with. Um, it's it's down near the end of my playlist. It's called and listen, the title doesn't sound sexy, Maggot Brain, but it's by a band called uh, Funkadelic, and it's from 1971. You ready for some of this, Bridie? Okay. We're gonna skip ahead a little so we get into the good stuff. Mother Earth is pregnant for the third time. Yeah, there's some weird there's some weird God talk, but here we are. Some of that fuck guitar. I mean, you can literally hear him making love to his instrument. I mean, you don't have to tell me that. I, guitar players. It's too much, you know? I, I don't know if we're allowed to play this, so I don't want to play too long, but let's just get a little... Oh, god damn. Shit. Oh my god. And I just blew my load. Okay, well, that was that. <laughs> oh, god. It's funny because as you were reading that, I was, or uh, you were playing that, I was reading this Celerophilia. Celeriophilia. Yeah, it's a, one of the Celeriophilia. Par- it's a sexual fetish. Celeriophilia. Guess what it means? To celeriophilia, celer, celer, celerio, celerio. Um, uh, uh, celerio. Would you like me to spell it for you? Yeah, yeah. Spell it. What's the uh, what's the definition? Or yeah, tricky. <laughs> <laughs> Can you use Mom. it in a sentence? <laughs> uh, yeah, we we talked about a celerophilia. On last week's episode. Celeriophilia. What is it? What is it? It's a... (coughs) It's a deriving erotic pleasure from soiling or disheveling the object of one's desire. Usually an attractive person. So it may involve tearing or damaging their clothing, covering them in mud or filth, or messing their hair or makeup. Oh, so who's the one that gets turned on? The uh, messer-upper? The messer-upper. Messer it doesn't involve harming or injuring the person, only their appearance. Yeah. You know what I got to say? There is something that I've always been kind of like really attracted to, which is like messed up makeup. Mm, yeah. There's something real hot about that. Yeah. Maybe I'm slightly celeriophilic. Maybe. Um, oh, it comes from the French for soiling. Celer. Mm, uh, soil. Yeah. To soil. Uh, or it says it's frequently confused with salophilia, an attraction to salt or salty things. Oh, my God. I need to find a salophilic. <laughs> yeah, because you are so salty. I'm so salty. Uh, Is my dick salty? No. No? No. Oh, man. What? What's up with that? I don't know. Just your arms. Just my and arms and my neck and my face. <laughs> yeah. Weird. Not my yeah. dick. Well, hmm. so the, these are all um, these are all underneath the wet and messy fetishism with the wham. 
fetishism. Oh shit! Yeah, we were talking about uh, Di Lindsay, yeah, the twerking, cake twerker, twerking, tweaking yeah. cakes, tweaking on tweaking cake, <laughs> cakes. Yeah, the cake twerker, man. I, I so I've had a c- couple of people reach out to me about that. Yeah, and um, uh, I think we gave her a whole bunch of new fans. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh great. Oh babe. Oh, I hope she she gets back to us. She'd be great to have on the show. Well, let me tell you this because I know we got an email about about the cake twerking. Maybe we should read that, but before we do, Man. We, we got we got DM'd uh, something, something, something interesting. Okay, so I never, ever, ever look at our Instagram inbox. Here's the thing, for anybody curious to know, nine times out of ten, if you're talking to me, uh, talking to Turn Me On Instagram, you're, you're generally talking to me. And if you're talking to email, you're talking to me. Yeah, exactly. Or Facebook. But we don't get much on Facebook. We don't get much on Facebook. No. Yeah, Facebook doesn't like us. No. Um, so I'm generally doing the Instagram stuff. And we got a message that came in from a somebody. And they said, just listening to your podcast and just did my first splooshing scene with beat, with uh, birthday cake. Did not think I would like it, but it was fun. Now, uh, splooshing is the act of, um, and I believe it's in this email, but it's the act of getting messy with your food, I think, right? right? Is it food specifically? Uh, splooshing? Yeah. Um, I didn't look up the definition of splooshing. Well, maybe look that up. But while you look that up, uh, there's some photos. There's a set of photos. There's four of them, actually five of them. Uh, three, one of which makes a perfect addition that I'm going to use. I'm going to ask for permission if I can use for Sunday Bunday, but it's a, a young lady. Um, and she is enjoying, uh, quite a bit of cake, birthday cake all over her body. And there's a gentleman <laughs> who's also enjoying his time. And there's, a, there's, it's pretty much straight up porn. There's one shot here of what looks like it could possibly be anal, penetration wait i don't know if i'm seeing that yeah oh, that one there i didn't see the penis in it it you know it might not be it, it might not be there's uh that's 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 well, that's vaginal right could be though i i'm thinking vaginal but uh straight up sex and then there's another one um with the this young birthday girl i'm guessing um and she's got a penis in her mouth and uh she's sucking some of that cake off so i mean <clears throat> a these photos r- made my day uh, yeah. it made me chuckle um but holy moly whoa we're it made me realize that we are <laughs> we run a platform that that makes people feel comfortable with just firing off their like their fuck their make fuck sesh nudes I'm uh, I'm pretty at us. I'm pretty happy about that. I like. I mean, I think of myself cool. as a good listener and like yeah. very open minded. I think um, of you as that way too. Yeah. Yeah. I just. Uh, I also really now since um, starting this podcast, think of myself as pretty vanilla and pretty uh, wholesome. As yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, um, I not, don't know about that. Not wholesome. Yeah. Well. Didn't was it last week's episode where you were talking about period blood just splattering on the wall across the room? But that's everybody's had that experience on the wall. What's going on? You fucking on a trampoline? It's splashy. It's splooshy. It's splooshed. Well, what is splooshed? Read that. Splooshing. Okay. Well, it's funny because Urban Dictionary um, says that it's rubbing food all over oneself for sexual enjoyment, but. But Wikipedia says splooshing is is the present participle of sploosh, and sploosh is a heavy splashing sound. 
or to make a heavy splashing sound. So I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's about the sound. Perhaps. 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 Okay, fine. I'm just also looking at the, the definition of wholesome. Um, conducive to or suggestive of good health and physical well-being. Conducive to or promoting moral well-being. I am wholesome. I'm wholesome. You're pretty wholesome, gal. Yeah. Yeah, I'd say. I'm the kind of girl you could take home to meet your mom. That's pretty much the the definition of wholesome in regards to me. Uh, yeah. Yeah, mom, I mean... Moms... Actually, I shouldn't say moms like me. Some, some moms. My mom likes you. Yeah. My mom likes yeah, you a lot. Yeah, she does. But she doesn't listen to the podcast. Um... <sighs> Did you read the splooshing email? Well, I mean, it was just, this is the way, uh, the subject is twerking cake butts. Yeah. Um, just in the middle of your most recent episode, very surprised to hear you discussing cake twerking. I haven't heard this topic discussed on the podcast before, but cake sitting and cake twerking are actually sub fetishes of a much larger group. If this caught your eye, then perhaps I should direct you to the website umd.net. Are you there? Jeremy, are you there? umd.net. UMD is an online forum for wham fetishes, wet and messy. Also sometimes called splooshing. This site is primarily used as a store for producers to sell their pictures and videos, but there is also a huge forum with plenty of discussion happening. The fetish is all about getting yourself and or others messy with mud, food, slime, etc. For some, it's about sensation play, some simply enjoy the visuals, while others enjoy the humiliation aspect. This could range from a wet t-shirt contest, to submerging yourself in a mud pit, to hitting someone in the face with pie. Mm-hmm. Although, I'm looking at some mud stuff here. Yeah, a bunch of mud stuff. Uh, the Canadian community is somewhat small. There's plenty of members worldwide that participate in the forum. For some reason, it seems that the fetish is more popular in the UK than anywhere else. Anyway, I thought I'd send a quick note in case it ever came up on the show again. You both seem surprised by the twerking video, but that's just the tip of the iceberg in the Wham world. Oh yeah, okay. Now I'm just I'm watching a. Uh, a uh, young woman sitting in a pool, a couple of them, and they're having uh, just, it looks like, it almost looks like egg whites or egg yolk. It's like real slimy, yeah. real slimy stuff being just dropped Show, on their heads. Watch out, don't let that thing pull out. Oh yeah, what's being dropped on their heads? Uh, some sort of slime. Oh. It's kind of like the Nickelodeon show. You I know? was going to say, that I bet some people, oh my God, can you imagine if you're into splooshing and you're like 13 or 14 and or you that's see how a you show, found out exactly that's how you found out you were into splooshing because you were on uh-oh yeah oh my god and you you went in the slime tank and, and that fucking that executioner hard. that executioner is like you find out you're into executioners and splooshing uh-uh oh no my god friggin way that'd be so good Oh man! All right, well that's cool. Uh, so, so if people want to check out that website, if they're interested, uh-huh. it's umd.com. Uh, dot net. Dot net. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. You got that? U M is in Mama D net. All right. Turn me on. We'll be right back after this word from our sponsors. Hey everyone. 
I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash boast. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So, take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Um, well, I got a little quiz thing here. Um, now, yeah. this, is a, this is a little interesting thing. So uh, this past Saturday, I had uh, quite the day. Okay. Took some LSD, had a whole big day adventure. Uh-huh. It was a very fun time. Uh, but what one thing that happened during that that uh, little adventure is we did we played a little sex quiz. Okay. And uh, I thought, man, it would be really fun to do this with Bridie and to see what her animal sex knowledge uh, consists of. Okay. So uh, I, I want to run through these questions. Uh, there's a few of them. So we'll start with the first one. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. What penguin behavior did George Levick call depraved during Captain Scott's 1910 expedition? A, a pair of um, Adeli penguins. I don't know how to pronounce that. Adeli, 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 penguins. Okay, some fucking penguins making out on a piece of ice. So penguins just sucking face. Uh-huh. Um, an Adelaide penguin sodomizing a dead penguin. Holy fuck. Or B, uh, or C, sorry. Penguins ditching chick care responsibilities. Oh. Depraved. <sighs> George Levick was like, depraved. Um... And what year was it in the 1800s? 1910. Penguins Aww. making out, penguins butt-fucking-dead penguins, or penguins just not giving a shit about their little babies? I feel like it's B or C. Um, but I feel like maybe the de- the definition of depraved might have been different in the early 1900s, so I got to go with I, I gotta go with C. All right, you can't picture penguins... Uh, um, fucking dead penguins in the butt. No, I don't even like the idea of that. Well, that's the answer. No. Penguins sodomizing a dead penguin. No. Oh my god, isn't that crazy? Penguins are fucking nuts, man. Penguins are nuts, babe. Okay, what's the next question? I don't like to think about that. Some pit vipers and Komodo dragons don't need this to become pregnant. 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 
<laughs> they don't need it? Yep. A, a uterus. Sex. Oh, shit. B, sexual organs. Or C, an egg cell. An egg cell. I don't know. Sex. They don't even need sex. They just go. They nah. just. They were just jerking off in the hot tub, and the sperm swam through the water. Yeah, and so into we're gonna the do it just like that. Organs. To make sure he delivers sperm to the female before she kills him, a male orb web spider does this: A. Promises her nutritious gifts post sex. B. He kills her first. Or C. Breaks off a detachable penis that keeps pumping inside the female. I'm going to go with C. That one's fucked up. And the answer is breaks off a detachable penis and keeps fucking. Whoa. Isn't that crazy? Spiders are crazy, man. Spiders are bananas. They're done fucking. And then female spider's like, okay, I'm going to kill you now. I'm going to eat you. But where'd you go? Uh, All right. Number four, the tuberous bush cricket or catiid. Catiid? Man, someone's gonna be fucking listening. It's just shaking their head. Uh, holds the record for so it's a it's a it's a cricket. Holds the record for the tiniest penises, so small it's invisible. Longest continuous sex act at three hundred and twenty seven days, or heftiest testicles relative to body weight. I'm sorry, what's the creature again? It is the bush cricket or catiid. Catiid. Uh, can it please be B? Uh, longest continuous sex act for 327 days? Yeah. Uh, no, oh, it is man. the heftiest testicles relative to body weight. Huh. They've got you some can, big old balls. The heftiest testicles and an invisible penis. <laughs> yeah, I bet you it does have both <laughs> And it's going for 324 days because it can't, um, it can't get the penis in. Whoa, this is fucking crazy. Okay. What animal sex discovery landed Keys Molecure an IG Nobel Prize in 2003? I don't know what an IG Nobel Prize is, but a Nobel Prize in 2003. A, triple penises in pythons. B, dead gay duck sex. Or C, homophobia in penguins. Fucking penguins, man. Penguins are fucked. I don't know. Is that what you, is that your answer? Yeah. It's actually dead gay duck sex. Oh, for fuck's sake. Fucking ducks and penguins. Birds. Birds are the worst. <laughs> oh. Fucking fucking dead dead uh, animals all the time. How does the They might there must be some sort of benefit to that. Uh no. yeah, I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know. How does the Argonaut octopus have sex? A it dissembles no, sorry. It's disembodied penis swims around looking for lady parts. Jesus. Uh, B, via mind meld. So like telepathy fucking. Or C, with a penis on a very on every leg, sex is a multi-animal event. I'm going to go with the... I'm going to go again with detachable penis. The disembodied penis that swims around looking for lady parts? Correct. It is that. Oh, good one, babe. Thanks. That's weird. That's There's so some weird. weird things in the ocean. There's some weird shit in the world. Uh, why do flatworms have epic penis battles? Hmm. Because they're all penis. They're 100% penis. They're worms. <laughs> it's a long-running event in the Worm Olympics. Mm, <laughs> that 
that was a throwaway question. <laughs> uh, it tells the gals which male it has the best sperm, or they're hermaphrodites and both want to be the male. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I don't know the answer to this one. I mean, I th- I would love if it was C, but I think it's probably B. B. Uh, it's it's for competition for the ladies. Incorrect. They're hermaphrodites and both want to be the male. Why do they both want to be the male? I don't know. That's a good question. Um, scientists have found the earliest evidence for this dating back 50 million years. Fossilized turtle sex. Dinosaurs having sex with crocodiles. Or amoeba sex. I'm going to go with amoeba. Amoeba sex? It's actually fossilized turtle sex. So they died having sex? I think they died banging 50 million years ago. Something must have fallen on them. Or something blew up. (laughs) (laughs) A a turtle suicide bomber. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, Okay, here we go. There is some evidence that animals experience this during sex. Orgasms, boredom. Or headaches. <laughs> Orgasms? Yeah, probably. Uh, correct. I'm bored. All right, here we go. Uh, I think this is the last one. Moose are thought to be able to bring themselves to climax by rubbing their antlers on nearby trees, having a few beers at the Moose Lodge. Fuck off. <laughs> yeah, I love Sleeping next to a sexy female moose. I'm going to go with antlers on the tree. Yeah, just r- yeah, that's it. Yeah, rubbing their ant- antlers <laughs> all over the trees. I love that you did that quiz on acid and then you brought it to me sober. Yeah. yeah. Was it as good as uh, as sober as it was for me on acid? I probably not. It was pretty good. I bet it on was. Acid. Was your mind just being totally blown? It was, especially with the uh, detachable penis thing. Like that swimming around it's, it's funny because I haven't done acid and the drugs that I have done, I can't imagine enjoying any of that oh, information. No. Maybe it, mushrooms here's the on thing. my way down. Here's the thing is that people for some reason think that when you take acid, like the whole world melts and you everyone turns into an alien and you can't really see anything the way you usually do. It's not like that at all. It's... It's like when you take a good batch of mushrooms and you're giggly and you want to talk a lot and you have like wacky ideas. It's just that. So and, but everything's a little more neon, a little like more brighter, more colorful. Things are a little more interesting, like fish. And you look in a fish tank, you look at fish and you're like, holy shit. Yeah. These little fuckers. Yeah. You know, swimming around, poking at each other and eating fish food. You know, fish food. I know. I know. Fish food on acid is crazy. <laughs> That's my favorite thing when you're on acid and you, you say something like, whoa, look at that. You name it, whatever it is. Like, look at that book on so acid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I'm on acid then. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 You're either on acid or you're not. Yeah. Yeah, it makes me think about my our friend, our mutual friend, who uh, we asked him once if he had ever been to Burning Man, and he was like, I'm always at Burning Man in my head. <laughs> he had never been. Acid on, sex on acid is, is unlike anything I've ever experienced. Yeah? Yeah. 
It's pretty remarkable. In what way? It, it's it's like um, well, I mean, it's it, there's there's this sort of similarity to LSD. I find um, it's very similar to like MDMA in the way that certain textures like feel really great, mm-hmm. you know. And there's things that like feel good, like candy when you're when you're tripping on LSD is like feels so crazy in your mouth and the, and the flavor is just like, is like fireworks going off in your mouth and so elaborate and, and like wild and crazy. So it's like everything you do is just, it's just jacked up to like 11. So when you are aroused and you're having sex, it's that same thing. Like it's this super deep experience where it's like, you can feel it, you know, you can feel the sex in your, the tips of your toes and the tips of your fingers. And like, it's your, it feels like your hair is standing on end and like all of your, every square inch of your skin is just being like massaged by these little tiny time masseuse ladies and like it just like you just feel it is a wildly orgasmic long before the orgasm mm. you know mm-hmm. um and that's not to say that like when you're having sex when you're not tripping on lsd is not good mm-hmm. but it it just gives you this at least for me this is my own totally my own personal experience but it just it gave it gives me this like new appreciation for the subtleties of sex, you know, like it makes, I feel like it makes the process a little slower and a little more mindful and a little more, um, a little more connected with whoever it is that you're having sex with. So, you know, it, it like almost, it almost revolutionizes foreplay Mm -hmm. and like just changes the way that you, you go about making love mm-hmm. i don't know and mind you i've only done it like three or four times mm-hmm. but every time i'm like i'm done and i go man sex is the best yeah. like i can't wait to incorporate what i just learned there next time i have sex like sober yeah i don't know that's fantastic yeah yeah i think drugs are great i think drugs are great in moderation, don't be an idiot. Use them, you know, be smart. If you have issues, stay away from them. <laughs> but like in moderation, man, what a great little vacation for your brain. Just to kind of see the world from a different light, a different view. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because I've always really enjoyed uh, sex uh, when I'm a little high on some pot. Yeah. And um, lately I haven't been experiencing the same thing. And like the enjoyment of, of sex while on pot. Like it hasn't changed it for me, I guess. Like it hasn't heightened anything. It's but, kind of, but it usually does or it used to. Yeah. And I mean that I feel like the, the sex I'm, I'm having is like pretty sensory and sensual anyway, but the, I don't know. I just pot has just kind of been like, 
<coughs> less and less appealing to me in the last uh, couple weeks anyway. And I, I go through ebbs and flows with it anyway. But I was thinking about that since it's it's coming out in stores in Nova Scotia next year. Yeah. Um, they're selling it in liquor stores. Yeah. And, which is uh, kind of a shame. But that's yeah. another podcast. Yeah. That's another discussion. Yeah. Um, <coughs> yeah. And I just wonder... I was thinking about that a lot today. Uh, the what that will do to to the experience of like smoking weed if it will like destigmatize it and then people won't do it as much or will people do it more or because you can access it pretty much anywhere here in Nova Scotia now. Yeah. You walk in. People will do it more though. You know, it's it's like yes, you can access it by just walking into a dispensary. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of people that don't realize that. You anyone can, can just walk in and do it yeah. you know I, I doubt my dad knows that he can drive to the dispensary on quimple and just walk in there and get some bud mm-hmm. you know yeah um so i think when it becomes more more readily available and especially more readily available through a government regulated store like the liquor store where like you know 99 percent of like nova scotians live yeah um it's gonna be i think people are just gonna be fucking snatching that shit off the shelves grandma just gonna be like, popping yeah if the quality is controlled then maybe it'll be different i just like i've yeah, been smoking curious. weed for 15 years and i have never deliberately chosen the high that i want from right like a sativa weed. versus an indica and all the things in yeah mm-hmm. all of the things and um have you ever noticed though the difference like have you ever gone oh Oh, okay, yeah. So that's why I feel this way because I took an indica versus oh. only probably within the last month. Right? Have I noticed that? It's the only time I've ever like informed, been informed, and been offered to right and chosen the one that I wa- experience that I wanted. But like, um, but as there's been times in my life where I've smoked weed all day, every day, yeah. like, and just would sink into my own little internal world of like not wanting to talk to people and being like a little introverted and whatever. And then I like, how do people use this for anti-anxiety? Because it makes me so anxious. Right. But then again, there's like, there's different, there are people who actually probably use it in a very specific and oh, 100%. Way. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I I noticed that only recently too and it was based through edibles. Yeah. Where I took like a what's the one that energizes you? Indica? I don't. I don't even it's fucking know cuz I, I, I think THC isn't my isn't my isn't your drug. My tro- choice. No. Um, but I I took the energizing one and I was like, "Oh, I don't want to I don't I don't feel like slouching down sinking into a couch." It yeah. just like made me, you know, kind of uppity and Put a little hop in my step and hop in your step. Yeah, hop, uh, hip, top two, hop, toe, hop, toe, hop. <laughs> Some of my experiences with you on on uh, weed are just like horrible experiences. I'm way too high. Yeah, just the worst. Green like out, cowering in the corner yeah. of the couch. Yeah, edibles and me have have a very fickle <laughs> relationship. We do. I was talking to someone the other day about poppers. Do you, oh, are you, do you know poppers? No, not really. We sell, So I used to work at a sex store and we, right. we sold them in the sex store. It was really big in the gay community. Um, uh, and I always thought that you were, they were meant to be used to, for when you come. Yeah. So what, basically what it is, is it's a little vial with like a, um, uh, what, I, what, what the fuck is even in a popper? I don't even know. It's like a, 
It's a liquid that's like a fume, basically. Oh, okay. So it's kind of like a whippet. It's like a firecracker? Uh, no, 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 no. It's a little vial. It's like a little like like medicine vial. You crack off the, the lid and then you, you sniff it. And I thought you were supposed to sniff it as you come. Uh-huh. You know, like, uh, well, you might not know, but like when I come and someone kind of rams a finger up my butt, uh-huh. it's like a, oh, yeah, whoa. You know, it's like a crazy orgasm. <laughs> That's a little more intense than normal. Uh, I thought it was like basically the equivalent of a finger up the butt. Yeah. But you just blast this fume up your nose. Okay. Like definitely killing some brain cells for sure for a minute. Um, but... What I just realized, or at least someone had told me, their interpretation, which I'm, I'm thinking is more right than <laughs> what I was thinking, is it loosens you up. So it just makes oh, your butthole go, blah. Oh, like, I'm open for business. Stick right. it inside me. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That's and it also feels like very euphoric. Well, maybe I should get some of that because I, uh, with this, uh, I'm retreating myself for bv uh yet again mm. and uh is that forcing you to have way more anal it's i wouldn't say it's forcing me uh <laughs> to have more anal but what i so i just started the treatment again yesterday and it says no intercourse while you're treating this oh. cum fucks up the ph of the vagina so like don't fuck up the ph of your vagina treat yourself for bv get rid of it and then anytime someone comes in you essentially pop some boric acid back up in there ah. so uh and air so, it out yeah. air so it out I'm doing over a the two hardwood floor <laughs> pull the lips to the side blow to Wave the floor and make it bounce ears. off the floor up into your vajayjay mm-hmm. um yeah so i'm not supposed to have intercourse for two weeks <laughs> but uh so but maybe p and a no that i mean that would, yeah, yeah. But i should get some poppers so i'll loose me up uh I, th- I think that's what you do yeah <laughs> and you could probably pick some up at like pleasures and treasures down there oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah for sure yeah for sure <laughs> i wouldn't even know i would feel so self-conscious asking for that yeah yeah and i think Are you gotta directions like directions on you, it no, no well no i think it's just like open and sniff as hard as you can <laughs> You know, it's like uh, it's like that shit that they would smell on um, uh, hockey players, like NHL players. Like they have like it's smelling like a salts. Mo- it's like an, yeah, smelling salts or whatever. Oh, I don't know if it's the same thing. It could <laughs> yeah. be two completely different things, but like that shit like wakes you up. And you're like, oh, geez, <laughs> that's smelling fuck. salts. Yeah, yeah. I think this it does that, but it also makes your butthole go blah. Oh my god, you know. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. What, what's blah? <laughs> Open up wide. Ah, Say ah. ah I'm in my hole. Ah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, man. I would. Okay. On that note, I would love uh, much in the way you have a smang it list. I'd love to have like um, an aromatherapy uh, curated sexual experience. Ooh, yeah. I man, we should so we should reach out to Sage. Up there. We should reach out to Sage and you, be like, hey. You know, one to... of the biggest uh, aphrodisiac like smells out there is lavender. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can buy them as like pillow Good drops. To know. Good to know. Pillow drops. Yeah, for men though. Apparently, an aphrodisiac for men, not not so much lavender. women. Huh. Uh-huh. You don't say. Yeah. Oh, hey. Speaking of fucking uh, uh, scent. 
Babe, we so listen, a little plug here. This is a shameless plug. We were sent a product <gasps> a while back. Oh yeah. By a company by the name of Bush Balm. Bush Balm. What do you think Bush Balm is for, Bridie? Um, I'm gonna say it's a balm for the bush. It is exactly that. A, is it like a a styling product? Uh, no, not quite. It's so like it you is don't a, want to shave your pubes. How about part them down the middle? Yeah, I guess you could probably use it for that. But basically, bush balm. Uh, you can check them out at bushbalm.com. That's B-U-S-H-B-A-L-M. Uh, bushbalm.com. They're not paying for the episode or anything like that. They just sent us. Uh, a bottle of their their bush balm oil, so it's it's basically pubic care and ingrown hair prevention uh, products. Um, but what they sent to us, and specifically to me, they sent a, a bottle for for uh, for the, it was like you know for the guy, and uh, it's this like oil. So it's basically a, an oil that you can put on your pubes to keep them you know like beard oil like guys have beard oil keeps the hair like healthy and and shiny you want shine do you want shine yeah, probably <laughs> shiny you know like um but uh anyway it was called bermuda pubic oil and this shit smells amazing uh here here it is here the benefits prevents and soothes ingrown hair so if you're a big shaver it's good yeah. for that okay uh helps with bikini line redness so yeah like women can use it too i guess softens skin and hair uh, that's it. it. Makes it soft, S- smooth, smells good, all natural. Um, so I I was using it on my pubes a little bit, and it was great. But then, like my pube situation is changing constantly. You know, like sometimes it's shaved, sometimes buzz down short, sometimes I'm I'm too busy and I just let it go crazy. Uh, but generally, there's not a lot of pubes going on. So I started, I always have beard hair and I started using this bush balm on my face, on my beard. And by golly, this, I love it. Yeah. I love it. A, my my beard hair has never felt so like healthy. It's never felt so good. Okay. But B, it smells so fucking good. It's got like a, like a citrusy sort of rum you don't feel like you're walking around with your face in your own crotch all day? No, not at all. Because I switched. I haven't been using it in my crotch. And also, I don't put my face in my crotch anyway. <laughs> so, it may be for like, you know, maybe... You know what I'm thinking about is like, <laughs> is like after ladies, after you're... Or men, given a blowjob and... Uh, and then you have like the smell of balls in your nose for like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the point is you can use it anywhere. (laughs) Uh, And if you have pubic hair, it'll make your pubic hair smell good. If you don't have pubic hair, you're shaving. It'll help with those ingrown hairs. So uh, I I said when they sent it to me, I said I would give a little review and I was going to be very frank and very honest. And if we're going to give it, uh, you know, how many bushes out of five, I give it five bushes out of five. Alrighty. Five big old bushes. Alright. Uh, I'm a big fan. 70s bushes? Yeah, five 70s porn <laughs> bushes out of five. Uh, bushbomb.com. Check them out. And uh, they're actually a Canadian, they're a Canadian company. So Ooh, oh, Canada. fucking cool little thing. Just in time for the holidays. So if you want to go check them out. We don't have a promo code or anything. Honestly, it's fucking, like, honest to God, it was a, like a friend of a friend was like, 
can he send you some of this? And I was like, absolutely. And used it. Fucking love it. So, um, go check him out. Let's leave it at that. This, right. this was, uh, we did another one of those long fucking, wasn't planning on it. No. But we did it. It's just one of those days, I guess. Are you, are you okay with that? I'm okay with that, yeah. All right. I hope the listeners are okay with that. I hope Bigby's okay with that. Bigby, you okay with that, buddy? We got to take him in tomorrow to get surgery. Yeah. Send your love to Bigby. Send your nudes for Bigby. Um, <laughs> Don't Bigby, send dog Bigby nudes. loves nudes. No. Uh, preferably human nudes. <laughs> Keep your dog nudes to yourself or send them to Bigby at gmail.com. He has his own email address. He's a very smart dog. You can also find him on YouTube. Yeah. Bigby the dog. Bigby the dog. Actually, actually, there's yeah. a Bigby the dog video up on YouTube that has more hits than my TED talk. Oh my God. That's hilarious. It's, Although I'm in that. You are in it. It's like something crazy, like 80,000 views or something. Yeah. You're, you're wrestling the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, while you're at it, go listen to my TED talk. TED talk. <laughs> TEDx. Jeremy Saunders, Why Google that. Read my blog at brightingwithclay.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Uh, uh, we hope you enjoyed it. And uh, we'll be back next week with another fantastic episode. In the meantime, go watch all those videos that we just told you to watch. <laughs> go buy some Bush Bomb. And, uh, send us your money. Send us your money. Okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. Happy Hanukkah. No, wait. Yeah, it's you Hanukkah got it. today. Oh, it's Hanukkah today? Yeah, it starts today. That fucking shalom. Is that what they say? Is that what you say? Yeah, you know what else they say? What what else? Go fuck yourself.
subtle results. Still you, but with fewer lines. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, is a prescription medicine used to temporarily make moderate to severe frown lines, crow's feet, and forehead lines look better in adults. Effects of Botox Cosmetic may spread hours to weeks after injection, causing serious symptoms. Alert your doctor right away as difficulties swallowing, speaking, breathing, eye problems, or muscle weakness may be a sign of a life-threatening condition. Patients with these conditions before injection are at highest risk. Don't receive Botox Cosmetic if you have a skin infection. Side effects may include allergic reactions, injection site pain, headache, eyebrow and eyelid drooping, and eyelid swelling. Allergic reactions can include rash, welts, asthma symptoms, and dizziness. Tell your doctor about medical history, muscle or nerve conditions including ALS or Lou Gehrig's disease, myasthenia gravis, or Lambert-Eaton syndrome and medications, including botulinum toxins, as these may increase the risk of serious side effects. For full safety information, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. See for yourself at BotoxCosmetic.com.